or Monday when I'm posting um, or just happy whatever day that you are listening to this on. What the heck is up? Uh, my name is Adriana, aka OJ Adriana, if you nasty. Um, and this podcast is Organic with OJ Adriana, where we discuss the intersection of authenticity, mindful consumption, and radical motherfucking healing. Hello, welcome. Thank y'all so, so much for listening. If you are listening, um, if you're not listening, you don't even know that I just thanked you for listening or not listening. So, ah, what is up? Um, just a little recap. So last week on the show was really kind of a breakdown of what organic is going to be what this podcast is going to be I kind of discussed each of the segments and the bulky part of the episode was me having a discussion about colonization and specifically decolonization um so I talked about the history of colonialism um just across the world and in the Americas specifically specifically in the United States of America because that is where I am I live in Texas I am very very Texas um no but so we basically talked about the colonization of these lands um and then we also talked about you know the the lasting traumas of colonialism and just the the, t- the ways that those lasting traumas kind of manifest in society, in the world, in economics, in our lives personally. Um, and I spilled my beans and I told y'all things. But yeah, I think that that last episode was really good and really important. But that being said, y'all, there are so many freaking technical difficulties in that last episode. Y'all, I... When I was listening back, right, not even when I was editing because, y'all, I had a time editing that. But when I was listening back, I was like, dog, have you, have you just not done this in a while? Like, you used to edit YouTube videos all the freaking time. Like, what? Like, is it just not connecting? <laughs> like, what's going on? But I realized it's because, honestly, I edit the things that I edited were really weird awkward pauses and awkward silences because first of all I was nervous and I also recorded that last episode in two different segments so the first segment I was just trying to get it done because I had it written in my planner but it had gotten really really late last Sunday night you know so it was like fucking 1 2 a.m and I'm over here in this closet trying to record but I'm sounding all like my bedroom voice is on and I'm really like dragging my words at that point and y'all it was just a hot mess so I tried to edit out you know those awkward pauses but it ended up I ended up kind of making the mistake of 
losing my place a lot of the time. So there are parts of the episode, you know, that were cut out. Um, I really hope that y'all were able to understand the grand scheme of things. That will not be the last time I talk about decolonization at all on this podcast. Like I said before, a lot of my work on this mother freaking planet is to decolonize everything, period, especially when it comes to wellness, especially when it comes to community, you know, so so yeah, that that is my disclaimer of the week and just a little recap of things that we talked about. Um, yeah, kind of a recap of my week since the last episode. Um, I don't know. My week has been honestly really, really good. You know, I have been really just trying to be present. I've really been trying to um, rekindle friendships, I guess, you know, with, you know, my girls who I have been, you know, who I consider, you know, to be friends with me. And, you know, it's just been a really, really cool ass week. I can't complain at all. I mean, the one thing that I can complain about is that I spend way too much time at my desk job. I do not enjoy, first of all, working for people. If you know me, that is something that you know about me. I'm very aloof. I'm very much a free spirit. And y'all, the whole, you know, playing dress up goddamn freaking punching in whatever the fuck like like all that shit like listening or having to be put in settings you know with these weird politics that do not align with you as a person like all of that is is so trash so that being said y'all I I am manifesting a life where I am not held by the shackles of mother effing employment um, because nobody has time for this and Everyone knows that being employed by someone is con- is spending time um, contributing to their dream and taking away time from your own well-being and ability to put forth energy towards your own dream. So, y'all, we, we manifest in some things like that. I mean, I banish all negative energy and all negativity because I know people are freaking weird and they like to curse people (laughs) I would just leave that there but yeah we just yeah other than that though my week honestly was really good you know I felt good all week I feel like I did a lot of things (laughs) this week that were on my to-do list um if anyone does not know me personally or I mean even if you do know me personally you may not know this about me but I am a compulsive planner um I have always had a planner like probably since middle school um I've always had a planner every single year honestly I've always kept a planner but pretty recently maybe within the last three years I really got into like decorative planning and just the cult on the internet that is like this really niche group for or niche group for planners and planning planning <laughs> you know so yeah i i love planning and i love buying cute stickers and i love decorating and i love planner inserts so i was just really proud of myself for getting so much of my to-do list done you know that not much really fazed me this week. So mentally I've been good. Um, but that kind of brings me into the things that I am currently ingesting the next segment here on organic. So yeah, 
Here are the things this week that I've been ingesting. All right, so before I get into the segment, I just kind of want to make it clear that obviously when I say ingesting, I am not just meaning the things that I am physically putting into my mouth and then that are going into my stomach and through my digestive tract. You know, that is not what I'm talking about. I am talking about all the things that you that can come into your aura, into your mother effing realm um, by the many ways that they can do that. So whether that be listening, whether that be absorbing energy, but I'm gonna, I do kind of break this segment down into just like, you know, the basics. So to get started, what I, of what the thing, to get started of the things that I am currently ingesting as for food, right? So I've been eating less grapefruit, but y'all, I've been craving pancakes, right? And I did get some spelt flour on sale actually at Sprouts. So I've been making these spelt pancakes that have just been so fire, you know. Um, some days, you know, I add blueberry. I do love bananas and like pecans on top of my pancakes. And then like with maple syrup, I do love, I prefer maple syrup to pancake syrup. Simply because obviously maple syrup, that's one ingredient. Um, and also it just has a super rich just, mm, and then with the vegan butter, mm, period. So yeah, I've been eating a lot of these spelt pancakes and I haven't eaten them with Beyond Sausage. I do really like the Beyond Breakfast Sausage. I like them way more than the Beyond, you know, like sausage links. Um... Sorry, I was just drinking um, and that kind of brings me to what I've been drinking, right? So right now, currently I am drinking some, it's like a oolong tea that has a citrus blend, I think like orange and lime. Um, but then I also have a rose and chamomile and lavender tea bag in here, you know, for a little bit of relaxation uh, to balance out the small amount of caffeine and oolong tea. But honestly, yeah, I've been drinking a lot of rose tea lately, um, as well as the ashwagandha, you know, that I talked about last week. But this week, y'all, I don't know, something about this rose tea has just made me feel like super feminine and super just sultry, super just like, I don't know if y'all can see me right now. Like I look a hot mess. So, um, I don't know if she is listening, but <laughs> I, I met a friend at my job actually before I transferred here in um, Arlington. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm talking about Arlington before I transferred here to Austin. Look at that Freudian slips and European whips. But anyways, so I met a friend at my current job, but at the location that I was before, before I transferred. Um, and it's so crazy because y'all, I don't be meeting people at work that like understand me, but her name is Maricela and shout out to you girl. But she is so adorable. She has the the tiniest hands y'all and I hope you don't mind me sharing this but she has the tiniest hands but she like I don't know her energy is just that of like a black auntie right like a cool ass rich ass black auntie that literally don't take no shit but <laughs> she does these hand movements that are just so cute and they like about or not evaluate but they like affirm all of her points and the things that she's saying but y'all I'm in here doing that when I'm talking about this rose tea <laughs> I don't know it's just making me feel very sultry and 
just like that bitch. I don't know. It's like divine feminine energy with these rose petals. So I don't know. My body has just been wanting a lot of that, of course, still with a lot of lime in it. Um, this one has like a lot of key lime in it. I actually put like four whole key limes that I squeezed in here. Um, but other than that, oh, I've also been drinking a lot of the San Pellegrino Italian sodas, not just like the San Pellegrino sparkling water with with the hint of flavor, um, a la, you know, LaCroix, things like that. Um, but the actual Italian sodas, my brother is so cute. Whenever he grocery shops, y'all, this fool like buys everything in bulk. So he bought so many of the San Pellegrino Italian sodas and Ooh, those hoes have been hitting. They so good, but I hardly ever buy them because really they're too expensive for my taste. Um, I just usually stick with, you know, sparkling water, um, or lots of tea. Okay. So, hmm, as far as media, the things that I've been ingesting, y'all, I have fallen into the Real Housewives of Atlanta rabbit hole. Now I, this franchise, for whatever reason, I have stopped watching, right? All reality TV. Like for the most part, aside, you know, from the cute little Netflix shows as of late, but I have really stopped watching all reality TV. Whenever I see re reality TV, it's something like, oh, I'm intending to watch on YouTube for some like pop culture reference. Um, but Real Housewives of Atlanta, y'all, is one that I always refer back to. First of all, I just be staring at their ass like, y'all, what in the water? What is in the water? in Georgia that y'all ass just really be dragging behind y'all like it's whoo so I'll be watching for the ass right but I'll also be watching because I don't know I'm really invested in their storyline I've been watching I, I did skip a few seasons but for the most part I've been watching since that very first season so that being said I think they're on season 13 correct me if I'm wrong the current um season so I started the season and I've been watching and y'all I don't know I have a bone to pick with LaToya LaToya forever I don't know what it is I don't know if my perception of her was a lot different because like I talked about last week I am like an OG YouTube person I have been on YouTube for for years a decade and a half definitely so um, that being said, I've been watching LaToya forever for about a decade since probably 2010, whenever she started really making those like little <laughs> stick figure skit type things. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know for whatever reason, her personality on this show is not really connecting. Like I do understand, I, I don't know. I, I do think that there's a bit of like cultural clash because she is Canadian, um, and she's also Trinidadian, I believe. And I don't, I don't know. There is just like some kind of clash. It's, it's not all there for me. Latoya, bitch, I love her ass. I think she is gorgeous. I think she's beautiful. And her kids are so damn bomb. Um, and I do like her personality, like on YouTube. Like I definitely still watch Latoya, like her little vlogs and stuff, um, with her sister and like her mom and shit, but. I don't know what is not, what's not connecting, but something ain't connecting y'all. Um, <clears throat> and also who else? Oh, Drew Sedora, which is so, I don't know. My perception of Drew Sedora is very interesting because like, who is Drew Sedora? <laughs> like she be showing up on everything. I feel like she was on like an episode of That's a Raven or some shit for no, like who the hell is Drew Sedora? Like I, 
it's so weird every time she pops up even when she popped up on the game I was like dog who is she she's playing her like so confused but anyways I mean I don't mind Drew I don't mind her personality but like the first couple of episodes like I don't know it was just like her situation was very like unpalatable I, for my taste um yeah but I guess I'm not gonna go too much into like a recap of that show I mean obviously if y'all watch y'all watch tell me y'all's opinions um I have come to to really identify with Candy um, but I also identify with Tanya it's so cute like Tanya is like I don't know I really like her I know those two char characters I say characters but obviously they're real people but um the people that they portray on this show I don't know I could be friends with them they like literally are if they had a love child it would be me I, I really enjoy them but anyways not gonna do too much of that yeah, I definitely have been watching the Real House of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Atlanta lately. Um, I have also been watching. Oh, y'all, I've been watching the Instagram mukbangs. So I am one of those weird ass people that loves mukbangs. I also like ASMR. Um, I am getting more into ASMR when it comes to like food mukbang style, like large portions of food, y'all. So I have been falling deep into this Instagram hole of me watching these motherfucking mukbangs y'all mm, I don't know it, it's been crazy like I've come across niggas eating live animals which I mean obviously I couldn't I couldn't do that but like just the most extreme shit motherfucking just weird ass Asian food East Asian foods and cuisines that I have never personally come across um yeah, I've been watching a lot of the Instagram mukbangs, like literally getting lost. And I mean, yeah, I watch all of the, um, what's it called? Buzzfeed type, like sister shows and like all the employees. Well, a lot of the employees that have quit Buzzfeed, um, just their channels and stuff. Just y'all YouTube. I love YouTube. Um, anyways, so as far as, um, oh, as far as supplements, y'all. So I have still been kind of taking ashwagandha. I've taken ashwagandha three times this week, actually. It hasn't been like a multiple time per day thing like I was doing before. I probably need to do that because, guys, I, I've been drinking a lot of caffeine. And those of you who actually know me personally know that I have a very addictive personality, um, which is why I'm terrified of trying um substances that are not from the earth from the planet or that have not been utilized um for centuries in healing work but <clears throat> I have a very addictive personality and I am very very addicted to caffeine it's like I will go time periods of not drinking caffeine a lot um but then I'll slowly and I mean like bulk like big forms of caffeine like um I don't really consider, well, I do consider it, but like things like oolong tea, black tea, um, things like that, that have like a green tea, you know, that have like small amounts of caffeine that I'm not like binge drinking. I don't really consider that in my, um, overall, or I don't consider that detrimental, I guess. However, when I notice myself drinking huge amounts of caffeine multiple times per day, like that shit is not cute. So uh, I, I drank coffee this week. I have not drank actual coffee in two weeks, um, but I drank it this week because y'all, I was craving it and I had been up 
<sighs> and that was also my first time actually going to Starbucks in like three weeks, which I'm very proud of. <laughs> um, since it was right down the street and capitalism, like, but that's a different episode. Um, so yeah, I got coffee this week. I got an iced caramel macchiato with soy and yeah. I also, oh, but really what's been um, kind of alarming to me as far as my personal caffeine take was the, is the amount of yerba mates I've been drinking. Now, I love the yerba. I drink it often. You know, I really do like it. But y'all, I've been like going to the gas station, getting just like the gas station brand. Um, and I just know it has so much sugar in it. And I, I have noticed that it does give me that jittery feeling you know that I would get from drinking coffee you know and that that's kind of why I had started drinking that yerba the yerba mate more um but I just you know am kind of seeing myself step into this pattern of caffeine addiction you know that I know is not healthy for me or my personality so yeah that is something that I've been taking note of gotta slow down chill on that caffeine consumption because sheesh okay so um oh books uh same kind of deal haven't really been reading anything um honestly just a lot of research just a lot of different articles um my yoga training books the yoga training documents all that um and that brings me to the last thing or the last topic that I like to talk about in this segment, which is music. I always say music for last because I love music so much. But y'all, <coughs> Thursday night, Friday morning, you know, whenever that standard music releasing time, my nigga Freddie Gibbs released a song called, um, dang, I can't even think of the song, y'all. <laughs> no, but my nigga Freddie Gibbs released a song featuring Schoolboy Q called gang signs y'all when i heard this song so i actually heard this song because i was listening on saturday morning saturday like literally a whole day later it's crazy i missed this for a whole day um, but on saturday morning um i was driving to get my saturday morning juice land and i put on the breakfast club from the day before the friday um so during the Breakfast Club episode, they played this clip of the Freddie Gibbs song. And y'all, I stopped the Breakfast Club. I literally put that song on and I played it on, on repeat. Like downloaded, to, downloaded it to Spotify at that exact moment. And I have been banging the fuck out of this song. Like literally, it is just, oh, the production is beautiful. Just everything about this song is honestly just so hip-hop but like melodic hip-hop in a just oh in a not generation z way if you feel what i'm saying but it is just so good so gang signs by freddie gibbs featuring schoolboy q that shit has been on repeat and also good days i don't feel like i talked about good days last week but even more so this week i've been listening to good days by SZA so 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 much and oh it is just I don't know it just speaks to me as I'm sure it does for so many people like good days is really truly like a great song so 
if you haven't got on that, that's the type of scissor that I like. Like, I know that people went crazy over Hit Different. I know people did. However, and I did, I like Hit Different. I do fuck with Hit Different, but good days. Ooh, that's the scissor vibe I've been waiting for. That is the Solana I've been waiting for. Um, I really think that Sis is in album mode. And if she is, I would love that to be the case. I I need a SZA album. Like, I am ready for SZA. Whew, to happen. Also, this is a Janae Iko stan account. <laughs> Just my life, period, is a Janae Iko stan account. So, I don't know. I definitely feel in my heart of hearts that I am Janae Iko's biggest fan. So, whenever I talk about music, if I don't talk about sis, know that, that sis is talking about me. <laughs> like, she in the background somewhere. Like, I'm always listening to Janae. But another song this week specifically specifically that I've had on repeat is Take Me Away by Sinead Hartnett. Um, I heard, I heard, oh, I cannot talk today clearly, but Take Me Away by Sinead Hartnett um, and Earth Gang featuring Earth Gang. Y'all, I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly Um, since clearly I can't pronounce my words correctly right now. I don't know what it is, but... Oh, y'all take me away. That song is so damn beautiful to me. I love that song. I've been having it on repeat. It's just a vibe like that song feels like summertime. Like as soon as we get some consistent weather where I can roll down my windows at night and just ride. Y'all I'm about to just have that song on blast. It is just Oof, a vibe. So yeah, Take Me Away by Sinead Hartnett um, featuring Earth Gang. Just a mother freaking vibe. So um, yeah, that's kind of all that I've been ingesting this week. I hope that inspires you to try some of the things that I've been trying and stay away from some of the shit that I need to stay away from. Um, so yeah, that brings us right into our next segment, which is the biggest, bulkiest sex segment. I'm actually about to take a water break and probably a snack break because y'all today we are talking about healing. Oh, so yeah, um, be right back with the topic of the day. Also send me suggestions on that name, but yeah, topic of the day, y'all. Let's get into it. It's time for the topic of the week. <laughs> Looking ass. All right, guys. So this is the point in the show where we talk about the bulky stuff, right? This is going to be the bulk of the episode. And this is the topic of the week. So the topic that I have chosen to speak about this week is radical healing. All right. So we are just going to get right into it, right? Um... I talked about a little bit about this last week, but healing, healing, healing is literally our birthright, right? It is something that we were called here to do on this planet. We are meant to heal. We are meant to be these healing beings so that we can be vessels for more healing beings, right? So let's get right into it, right? Just to start, because I really, really like definitions, right? The word heal means to become sound or healthy again and to alleviate a person's distress or anguish, right? So that is just like a basic definition. Um, diving further, right? We should probably define what it means to actually be healthy, right? So 
in looking for a definition for the word healthy, I came across a bunch. Um, however, I really, really liked the World Health Organization's definition for the word healthy. So they define healthy as the complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. I am going to repeat that. Being healthy is the complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. All right, so that definitely resonated with me. That is so important, right? Because oftentimes we think of being healthy as our physical body functioning in a way that we perceive as correct, right? But... And I'm sorry to all the empirical scientists who love evidence-based things, who love to see and touch evidence. Y'all, a person's well-being is literally their physical body. It's the interaction, rather, between their physical body, their mental mind, right? And also their spiritual being. So it's all these things at once, right? Working together to create this one system of a person. And you are equally influenced by all those things, regardless of how conscious you are. You are equally influenced by the way things affect your physical body um, to the way things affect your mental state to the way things affect your spirit. It is all connected, guys. And I think it is very, very important to approach health and to approach healing with that in mind. So. That being said, the three types of healing and parts of self are, first of all, mental. So mental healing, you know, looks like having emotional intelligence. Um, your mental state and mentally healing is really, really where you think about and you discuss with yourself your outlook look on life, right? And the way that you perceive things and the way that your your brain works, you know, um, as it a or as it or where okay, just the way your brain works, right? Just where it comes to your entire being, right? Your entire your entire being. Gosh, I cannot talk, y'all. All right. So the other part of self that you can heal is Physical, physical health is very, very important, right? Um, and this is what most people, again, refer to as health and as what needs to be healthy, right? So physical healing is caring for your body, adi, adi, right? So physical health is lit or is defined by the state of physical body or, ooh, all right, so physical health is defined by the state of your physical body and how well it is operating. Um, modes of healing for your physical body is movement, you know, being mindful of what you put inside of your body, being mindful of the interactions that you make that affect your physical body, right? All right, so last but not least, the third part of self that requires healing, right, is spiritual. Um, having spiritual health spiritual um, aptitude is very, very important, you know, in just your entire healing journey. So 
According to the Journal of Medical Ethics and History of Ethics, an article um, talking about spiritual health, they define spiritual health as having a purposeful life, transcendence and actualization of different dimensions or or capacities of being humans. I'm just going to repeat that. So spiritual health is defined by a purposeful life transcendence and actualization of different dimensions or capacities of being humans. Um, It creates a balance between physical, psychological, and the social aspects of human life, right? So if we're thinking about our spirits, right? And this transcendent being that is the core of who we are, right? Um, it is constantly affected by so many things. It is affected by your physical body. You know, it is affected by your mental state. It is affected by outside influences. It is affected by your bloodline, bloodline tings. <laughs> it is affected by by so many things. But that is literally going to be another episode. But just to speak to spiritual health um, in the conversation about radical healing there are four characteristics right of having spiritual health um first of all it is and this is all this is also um from that same journal right the four characteristics of spiritual health are first of all the human connection with god the human self connection with himself the human connection with others and the human connection with nature. So as defined by, like I said, this journal of medical ethics and history of ethics, um, those are the four components that um, really drive spirituality and spiritual health, right? So all four of those things should be in harmony, correct? When we are developing um, a spiritual aptitude for life. So I was also reading this um, this other journal, which was the which was called... Um, the study of the relationship between spirituality, health related behavior and psychological well-being. Um, and it was published in a publication called Frontier Psychology. And they talk about spirituality in this way. I'm just going to like quote a couple things. They say both spirituality and health related behaviors are positively related to the psychological well-being and that the relationship with spirituality is also mediated by health relation related behavior. So in this journal, they basically did a study of humans and spirituality. They basically took a group of people and they put all these people together and discussed just their perceptions of spirituality and compared it to their physical well-being. Um, And that's just kind of something that they found that that health and spirituality are directly correlated, right? And they are, while independent entities, they are kind of dependent on each other. It's just a never ending cycle, right? Of physical, mental health and spirituality. It's all tied in together, right? So something else that they found is that spirituality should be understood as a more general, unstructured, personalized and natural occurring phenomenon where a person seeks counsel um seeks closeness sorry or connection between self their higher power and their purpose right i am going to read that again because i think that is just a beautiful beautiful way to 
just describe what spirituality in general is, right? So spirituality should be understood as a more general, unstructured, personalized, and naturally occurring phenomenon where a person seeks closeness and connectedness between self, the higher power, and their purpose. Oof, y'all, that is just super, super important, right? Super, super important. And I just think that that is uh, so powerful. So I'm gonna let y'all ponder on that, right? So I'm gonna, I wanna talk a little bit just about mental health, right? So there, um, in another article from Frontier Psychology, um, I would, that was talking about mental health um, as it relates to holistic health. And they describe that psychological and that mental health and psychological well-being covers a wide range of welfare. Um, so it, so in order to be mentally or psychologically well, a lot, these things come into account, into account, right? So first of all, self-acceptance, purpose of life, positive relationship with others, environmental mastery, which is basically how you manage life with the surrounding world. Um, and also autonomy or sense of self, which um, has to do with determination and like motivation, right? So all of those things have been talked about or have been talked about with psychologists since the beginning of psychology, right? The study of the brain in that way. Um, so I just thought that that was very important to mention that in order to be mentally sound, um, all of those things should be taken into account, right? So now that we know the ways in which the body can, or the ways, or the, okay. All right, so now that we understand or kind of have a broad understanding of the, the portions of your being that should be healed, right? Your mental, your physical, and your spiritual components of your being, right? Um, I think it's very proper to move on to just some ancient healing modalities, right? So everyone knows, y'all, I am natural mommy. Like, we don't do Tylenol in this house, honestly. Like, so it is very, very important or a part of my own personal healing journey has been me getting super close with the ways that my ancestors and the ancestors of this earth practice medicine, right? Um, just a little backstory, y'all. I am, I grew up with this passion of becoming a doctor. I went into college being pre-med and I just thought that I was super, super committed to the to medicine as I knew it, which was Western medicine, right? So then I got pregnant, right? <laughs> and that just sparked my interest in health and wellness so much more because nigga, I had a whole living ass being inside of me that I needed to figure out a way to care for in the best way that I knew. And the best way that I knew at the time, especially with him being physically attached to me in a parasitic way, um, was to learn how to be motherfucking healthy, right? So I started just learning about 
ancestral medicine and the ancient ways of or the ancient medicines and the ancient healing practices of the world um so yeah i'm gonna share some of those with you um now i'm obviously not going to hit on every region of the world i'm just going to talk very broadly i'm going to speak about things that are for the most part widely known at this point of life right in 20 in the year of our lord 2021 right on the gregorian calendar goddamn <laughs> All right, so let me, yeah, let's talk about some ancient healing modalities. So um, one of the most, I guess, popular, I don't like to say popular, but um, a healing modality that is common referred to is Ayurveda, right? Um, which is also yogic science. So this is in the region of like India, that portion of Asia where, um, yeah, they the big part of Ayurvedic healing is the three doshas, right? So the three Ayurvedic doshas are Vata, which is the energetic um, psychology or personality of a person. Um, Pita, which is contentment or intellectual capabilities. And Kapha, which um, refers to growth and immunity, right? So in Ayurvedic or in Ayurvedic <laughs> healing, it is um, very, very important for those three doshas to be in harmony, right? So, and when those doshas are in harmony, that equals health. So it is also talked about in Ayurvedic science that the mind and body are two sides of one coin. They are not to be thought of as separate entities at all. The mind and the body are interconnected and in interconnecting the mind and body the spirit is there to guide and to overlook kind of but yeah so basically yeah the mind and the body are two sides of the same coin and that is very very important so in ayurvedic science we think about doing yoga you know practicing mindfulness you know these very very important concepts right of healing and connecting our mind and our body so another ancient healing mode or another sector of the ancient healing modalities that we're going to talk about that is also very very known across the world is traditional chinese medicine so these are things like acupuncture tai chi um and in traditional chinese medicine the driving factor to attain health is the concept of key and I really hope that I'm pronouncing that right, but it's spelled Q-I. And basically that is life force. Or when there are imbalances in this, then that's unhealthiness. That's where disease happens. So it is very, very important, important, again, tying together that physical body and this life force energy, right? You're, which is a very, very spiritual concept, but making sure that, these things are in harmony, right? In order to have health. So another ancient healing modality that I am going to spend a bulk of my time talking about um, is the ancient African healing. So it is no um, secret at this point that we all came from that continent. Like the peoples of the world began on those lands, right? So ancient African healing has been there <laughs> before Greek medicine, before um, Ayurveda, before traditional Chinese medicine. And obviously these dates can be 
or these baits these dates are heavily debated but y'all ancient african medicine has been there so it is the oldest of the therapeutic systems first of all and a huge component or sorry a huge component of ancient african healing is that spiritual medicine is the sole method of healing before colonialism. Um, that is very, very important to know because before, like we talked about last week, before that 19th century wave of colonialism, and even before that, when colonialism began, the main method of healing was spiritual medicine, period. Um, so spiritual practitioners, um, that still practice and did practice then the Africa or the African healing or the ancient African healing methods, sorry, um, are known as the Sangoma. So the Sangomas connect with ancestral spirits to heal their patients, right? So they conjure up some spirits using herbs, using divination, lots of prayers, lots of dance, lots of chant. Um, and they use those spirits to heal the patient, right? And then there's also another type of healer in this ancient African healing system are called Inyangas and they are primarily herbalist. So they use plant medicine to heal their patients, right? A lot of the time these people did work together. Um, there's also another practitioner called Mutis and these are the people who source and prepare spiritual medicines. They are definitely the pharmacists of the African or the ancient African healing systems, right? So until 1981, actually, and this is a product, a trauma of colonialism, traditional or ancient African healing or traditional African me medicine was illegal. It was completely illegal to be practiced until 1981, at least in South Africa in 1981. That is when these modalities became, were legalized, um, there are some certain restrictions. However, um, after 1981, these ancient healing modalities became legal again. So, uh, some of the components of the ancient African healing or traditional African medicine are the use of medicinal plants, um, and herbal medicines, therapeutic fasting, um, hydrotherapy, spinal manipulation slash massage, um, psychotherapy, therapeutic occultism, which I don't like that term. Um, I am reading this straight from the source that I got it, but I don't like the term like therapeutic occultism. They more so, I like the term conjure because conjure is, was used as quote unquote therapeutic occultism. Um, but yeah, they use conjure. Um, they use psychiatry and preventative medicines, right? So that includes taking herbs, diets, um, massage and things like that. And it was very, very like where the physical meets metaphysical. So in caring or in ancient or in African traditional medicine, and caring for your physical body, you have this metaphysical team of spirit folk who help you. That That's what conjure is. That is using your mother effing ancestors as the healing tools that they want to be for you. Um, so that is 
traditional African medicine just in a nutshell. I'm positive we're going to talk a lot about that on this podcast. But just moving on, I did want to talk about um, Native American ancient medicine, right? So Native, uh, when I say Native American, I mean more so the indigenous peoples of this land, which definitely includes what we consider black folk today. It definitely considers a whole range of people, right? But the indigenous people of this land, um, and that includes North and South America, the Caribbean, um, part of their, (coughs) Ooh, let me drink some tea child. All right, so where it comes to Native American ancient medicine, right? There was also this very spiritual connection. The spirit was not absent at all from this Native medicine, right? And it, when we think of traditional Native American medicine, right? Um, we do think of the connection to the laws of nature, herbs, are heavily used the manipulative ceremonies or i cannot talk child manipulative therapies and ceremonies and prayers were heavily heavily used right in this in the indigenous people's healing modalities right it is very very similar again to the ancient african healing methods it is very very traditional or is very very consistent you know with traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda plants matter and the connection to this earth is very very important and I think even the native peoples their perspective on spirituality and just just the connectedness to the earth is so beautiful and it is something that I admire so much and it is something that I love studying and I love understanding because we truly truly are one on this planet y'all we were put on this motherfucking planet as like one we hold the same energy as the birds we hold the same motherfucking energy as the tree as the trees you know like we hold the same energy as the wind and just knowing that feeling like one with this planet and this universe is is just a beautiful thing you know so i am very very inspired by native medicine and as are all black folk are these black people in america um and we we will also talk about this child but we can't be separated from these native folk um the way that these colonizers came and decided to, oh, say, oh, well, you black, you over here, you real brown, so you are black, so we are going to enslave you, but they were the indigenous people of this land. They were here before any of the slave trade, you know, like so many of that shit happened. But anyways, it is very important for us to understand that we cannot separate native history from black history at all, period. Like, and there are obvious cultural distinctions and separations however we did endure a lot of the same trauma during a lot of the same time periods but that is another episode period um just moving right along so those were you know just a brief overview of some of the ancient healing modalities used in the world i think it is very important to know and to find ways to connect to these things because modern medicine western medicine are based on these principles. However, 
something that modern medicine, aka Western medicine, has made or has done a very, very good job doing is capitalizing off of these ancient principles, which moves right along to the the next thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to radical healing, right? Appropriation, appropriation, motherfucking nation. And that is something that goes on so much in the wellness industry that it is just disgusting. It is like very, very gross. You know, like it's one thing to be very, very consistent in practicing, um, these modalities, practicing yoga, practicing meditation. But there also comes a line where like niggas are just downright being disrespectful and downright just doing shit that like my nigga, like, what are you doing? Like, it's so like the colonizer mentality, right? The colonizer mentality is so dangerous and it's so scary because it makes people feel like they have the permission that to say that just because I found this or just because I learned about this today, that means I can recreate it and I can flip it and I can make it mine. Yes, there are situations where that is appropriate. However, when it comes to motherfucking healing and wellness and ancestral things, that is not appropriate. Like, I am sorry. It's just, it's not. And I am guilty of appropriating certain things when it comes to these ancient healing modalities, for example, um, oh, sorry, for example, um, appropriating certain medicines like white sage is very, very, very sacred to the native peoples of this land. And by this land, I mean like the Americas. It is very sacred and it is a plant that was given to them by their spirits and the ancestors that um, gave them this medicine, right? So us going into motherfucking Whole Foods, right? And getting white sage. Us ordering white sage from Amazon. Nigga, there's white sage in dollar stores now. Like, do you have, do you understand that sourcing this specific plant, right? That is one of the most sacred cleansers and most sacred healers in these native communities, right? Taking it and exploiting it, creating these crazy bundles. Like we don't know who the fuck is making these goddamn saved wands that we see in Whole Foods. We don't know who the hell is making these motherfucking things that we buying off of Amazon, right? And obviously intention matters, prayer matters, um, blessing your articles, your spiritual items that you get does matter. However, there's a lot of the respect has been lost. And that's kind of like where appropriation like even goes wrong. So I'm gonna backtrack a little bit, right? And just talk about the definition of cultural appropriation. So cultural appropriation is taking intellectual property, traditional knowledge, cultural expressions, or artifacts from someone else's culture without permission. So I'm going to read that one more time, right? Cultural appropriation is taking intellectual property, traditional knowledge, cultural expressions, or artifacts from someone who from someone else's culture without permission. My nigga, do you think that these white ass companies, so think of the company Goop, right? 
Gwyneth Paltrow's um, foo-foo-ass wellness oh, brand, right? So think about that, right? Think about these high expensive price wellness items that are sold via Goop, right? Do you think that she is going to the source, going to these native communities, right? Speaking to the elders of this native community, giving offerings, right? Giving offerings to the land, giving offerings to white sage, for instance, in order to source it and then sell it. No, that's not what's happening. These corporations that are selling these selling white sage in bulk, my nigga ain't nobody. And if they are like kudos to them for real, for real, like I vowed a couple years ago that I would not touch white sage on my own accord unless I was given it by a native person who gave me permission to utilize it, right? So these niggas, like you don't know where this sage is sourced from, right? First of all, you don't know who've had their hands on it. But more importantly, this this plant specifically being such a key aspect of native culture like we're we're just not respecting it and then like we're exploiting it completely so another plant you know that does kind of belong to this whole wellness appropriation trend is palo santo right so palo santo is found from the yucatan peninsula like down to peru and venezuela and technically when this plant is harvested you're supposed to wait until this plant naturally dies right and it's supposed to stay on the earth for some period of time before its bark is even used however or not bark but like before its wood is even used right however is that happening no niggas are chopping down palo santo trees left and right just to sell it at the dollar tree like nigga First of all, if you buy in Sage and Palo Santo from the Dollar Tree Five Below, like power to you. But like, I advise you to be a little more mindful of be a little bit mindful when y'all dealing with sacred things. Like, really, just period. That's just the tweet. <laughs> be mindful when utilizing sacred things because the spirit world ain't shit to play with if you ain't ready to play. Like for real for real you know so um yeah palo santo is it was at one point um an endangered species i think as of 2014 it was actually reversed or like it's the advisory against using it was actually reversed however like it is it is very it is best to just be mindful of the ways in which that you're using these sacred medicines right especially if they're not yours like especially if there's not yours and if you would like more information just on other cleansing tools especially for black people and you are a black person um go ahead and dm us on hill country hoodoo um which is a pharmacy here in austin um who we where we make lots of ancestral ancestrally ancestrally led medicines um dm us we actually do have a blog post on the website that is just giving other options to for cleansing tools that are not appropriative you know so another way in which um another point that i wanted to make when talking about appropriation when it comes to wellness is 
appropriating wellness for the sake of motherfucking aesthetic, right? Posting motherfucking photos, doing yoga poses, and you do not practice the mind, the the mentality of yoga, and you do you are not connected to the to the spiritual aspects of yoga, that's appropriation. I don't give a motherfuck, right? Like I am, I am going into my yoga teacher training, right? How, as being a very inconsistent yogi, like my whole life, right? Or not my whole life, but in the time that I have been doing yoga, right? I have not practiced this consistently until very very recently you know like within the last year so you would not catch me randomly posting a motherfucking yoga pose if I'm not you know like honestly about this life practicing for the same reason I did not indulge in tarot not indulge but for the same reason why I did not just go out and buy tarot cards because I noticed all the other spiritual niggas were buying tarot cards during my spiritual journey like no like I did not want to appropriate the art of using cards you know I did not want to appropriate that at all I wanted to feel spiritually led to that um and you see this the most honestly and this is not tar- none of what I'm saying is targeted at anybody's specific period I just want that to be out there like especially if you listening right now in the early stages of the podcast you are probably someone that I love and care about my niggas so none of this shit is ever gonna be about y'all niggas like for real I I fuck with y'all thank you so much for listening I appreciate you but I see this so much in things like Goop and things like even the Honest Company, Jessica Alba, you know, <clears throat> just it, it's fucking weird when white people and this includes non-black Latinx folks like it's just very weird that white people are OK with using all of these spiritual tools and modalities, but never give attention to where they came from. Right. Like most of the people that I follow or that I've talked to who practice hoodoo, right? Understand that is ancestors, period. And they understand that it's ancestors, period, because the people that came before us doing things as they did is the way that we will get through. We are literally physical manifestations of our spirits, of our dead people. So most people that practice hoodoo know and understand that, right? However, guess what? The most popular spirit, their most popular hoodoo branded vendors are not, do not have no ancestral connection to this motherfucking way of life, right? Like, how are you white, right? And y'all, I don't want no problems. I don't want no motherfucking beef. But how are you white, your brand is completely rooted in hoodoo and hoodoo is as black indigenous American as you motherfucking get. We literally used this, these medicines, right? To kill your ancestors, to shoo away your ancestors, to cause ailments to all your white ass ancestors. So what the fuck is your problem with this? Or what the fuck is your problem when you decide, Oh, Hey, 
I'm going to create a wellness business and I'm going to create a spiritual shop, not like a metaphysical occult shop. No, it's going to be deeper than that. It's going to be hoodoo. And we're going to use all of these hoodoo recipes that I didn't found online and we're going to practice hoodoo. What the fuck do you look like as a white person doing this? When we literally, when hoodoo was literally created to kill y'all niggas. I am so confused and baffled. Like, how does that make sense? But it's the same shit with like wellness people on the internet, right? That literally are like, oh my God, this tea, we really need you to buy this like motherfucking tea because it is like literally going to help you mentally and guys I promise your dreams are going to be so vivid (laughs) like dog how can you fix your mouth to do that shit when you not like when you have no account for why this type of medicine even exists why do people even use these herbs in the first place right why do why is dream medicine a thing right why do people use healing you know it uh, it's just like so frustrating like when I see and you know it's something that I've had to that I am guilty of you know I've definitely used white sage I have absolutely utilized palo santo that I've gotten from a sketchy source you know but I think it's just very very important that Going back to the definition of spirituality that I read earlier to just just really stick to your own spiritual shit, really have your own personal relationship with spirit and a.k.a. like yourself, um, your dead folks, your ancestors, you know, just really, really having a just sound perspective right on that and just really being mindful of the ways that you're using these healing modalities because yeah, it it is important for us to get back to what was done at the beginning of time, right? It is very important for us to stray away, at least in my opinion, it, it's important to stray away from medicine or Western medicine and the ways that they've capitalized on these ancient systems, right? Um, however, we can't pick and choose what we want to use we cannot pick and choose that oh i'm gonna use white sage and then i'm also gonna use this hoodoo protection oil and then i'm also gonna go hang out with oshun at the river like no my nigga that's not how it works so having this so just being mindful of the ways in which you are ingesting these medicines and um really really walking on your healing path um, because, you know, not being mindful to the things that came before you and the ways that maybe you are appropriating certain healing modalities. um, I think that's just really good and necessary, you know? All right. So just kind of to end this huge bulky topic of the week section, um, I just want to talk about, you know, some practical ways to implement healing in your life. Right. Um, First and foremost, I think it is just very or very important to just get familiar with yourself. Learn about yourself like from a mental perspective. What things do you like? What things do you not like? What things make you feel scared? What things make you feel sad? You know, really, really understanding yourself mentally is very, very important. And it is kind of like the driving force of how you are going to get through the rest of your life. Right. And getting familiar with yourself physically like you a phrase that 
we often hear a lot is, oh man, I'm getting old, man. I'm hurting in places I ain't never knew I had looking ass, right? <laughs> so a lot of times we say this because we really are hurting in places we didn't know we had. So if we, but if we are, if we are mindful of, and if we get completely, completely familiar with our body and the way it feels, we won't have that. Like I am so thankful for my personal healing journey because I'm at a place now that literally if I feel like the slightest thing is out of balance, right? I find ways to implement healing specific to that thing. You know, if I can feel, oh, uh, something that happens to me like during my period, the weeks before my period is that my hips will feel as if they are stretching apart. And that's kind of how I am able to time my period, know when it comes. But the second I start feeling that, I start just being really, really kind to my womb. I start having really, really good self-talk. I start eating womb enriching foods you know I start stretching a lot of fucking hip stretching and a lot of just stretching my pelvic floor because I know it's about to happen I'm about to start bleeding and um instead of being all stiff and my hips really fucking hurting I should probably nip this in the bud the second that I feel it so I think understanding ourselves, um, getting familiar with ourselves physically, I think that's very very important because our physical body is going to tell us what our mental being and our spiritual being need before anything else so <clears throat> I think listening to your body listening to what hurts what doesn't feel correct what just feels out of balance is very very important um and also getting familiar with yourself spiritually understanding that yeah I am this person on a planet right but there's also a spiritual component to me and regardless of how spiritually in depth you are um just being able to recognize that hey i i have a being that is outside of this physical space and i other people also have this this energy you know that is outside of or above this spirit or this physical place right so understanding that i am this spirit and other people have this spirit it just is a moment or it's just like a good time to just realize that, hey, like I am a spiritual being that's literally living a human experience. So just connecting with that, connecting to the fact that you are this human, you know, that is also spiritual, but you are on this motherfucking planet that's suspended in a universe, allegedly, you know, like that is powerful. That is spiritual as fuck. So just really get into familiar with yourself spiritually that that is definitely like a good way to implement healing in your life so another point i wanted to make is self-care right and i'm not talking about motherfucking face masks i'm not talking about you know yoni steams i'm not talking about getting your nails done i'm not talking about none of that shit and you know <clears throat> all of those things are good and all of those things can be utilized for self-care but that is not self-care self-care can be as simple as you taking you scheduling in time in your day to be 
to like literally be like literally scheduling time where you can just reset. That is self-care. Creating boundaries is self-care and it is really, really transformative in this healing journey. Creating motherfucking boundaries, letting people know where they can go with you, but also letting yourself know where you can go with people. Understanding like your boundaries and creating firm, firm boundaries. That is self-care and self-care is definitely a great way to implement healing in your life. Um, another way to implement healing in your life is eating intuitively, right? So I am a plant. I eat plants, right? Um, I am predominantly plant-based um, ever so often. Typically a little bit before my period, I do crave cheese. So I will eat cheese or I won't if I'm really, really craving it, right? Um, however, my diet is 99% plant-based. I have not eaten the flesh of an animal since the first week of March in 2016. But I say that to say that a lot of people think that being on a wellness journey and being spiritual and being a healer or healing means that you got to be this vegetarian and you got to only eat alkaline type shit. Like, no, um, my body was definitely led to eating plants. And I think it is because my personal ancestors ate very heavy plant-based diets, you know, and I cannot deny the fact that I went into my plant-based journey thinking that, oh, every motherfucker on this planet is supposed to be vegan. We all got to be vegan in order to heal. That's the shit that we got to do. Goddamn, that's going to save the black community looking ass. Like, literally, I was really on that shit, you know, like on some black ass PETA shit. And PETA is a whole different can of worms. Like, them niggas are weird as hell. But that's a different story. But I say that to say that um, I was that person before. But now I've just gotten this holistic perspective of, food and of nutrition and I think it is very very while I do feel like it is important to have to lean more so on the plant-based sides incorporating food and incorporating animal products is not an end oh an end an end all be all at all when it comes to health so I just think it's way more important to listen to your body listen to your cravings understand what your cravings mean eating the way your spirit and that's why it's so important to be connected mentally physically and spiritually because eating the way that your spirit is telling you that you need to eat in order to ascend is ooh, it is so fucking powerful dog it is very very powerful and it's very important all right um <clears throat> so I'm going to talk about a few other ways to implement healing into your life. So just getting reconnecting with childhood hobbies and passions, you know, seeking traditional methods before seeking um, Western medicine as a health practice, as a health maintenance practice. I think that is very, very important. And that is a very practical way to implement healing. I, I honestly think um, moving your body with dance and yoga, getting motherfucking help, getting a trainer, getting a spiritual coach, getting a life coach, getting therapy, getting help is a very practical way 
to implement healing in your life because asking someone for help, asking someone for a resource usually doesn't cost shit until you decide to go with whatever resource if it costs something. But seeking out help, it can be so transformative, like honestly, especially when it comes to this healing shit, y'all for real, for real. (coughs) Um, So last but not least, And it is something that I want to talk or that we will talk about in a full episode because it is definitely an episode of its own sips tea. Literally sips tea. That's so good. Um, But the last practical way to implement healing in your life that I'm going to talk about today is shadow work. Shadow work. Getting familiar with the darker side of your spirit, the darker side of your being, and integrating that portion with what you consider the light or the the good, quote unquote, um, way or part of your being. Really having those two in harmony, dog, there's nothing like that. Like when I decided to face my traumas when I decided to face the shit that I couldn't stand about myself like the the impulsivity the fucking addiction you know the the anger you know the just when I decided like certain traumas you know that I've gone through that are fucked up you know when I really decided to face these things head on and say hey I am not going to let them affect me, but I am rather going to work with these parts and really, really create this whole bad bitch of a person like dog. That is so worth it. Like, so shadow work. We're going to talk about this more, but really realizing, accepting and coping the darker sides of yourself and coping with trauma. That is, oof, y'all. That is a super, super important um, thing that needs to be done in order to implement healing in your own life. So I am almost done with this huge topic that we are talking about today. Um, But the topic overall is radical healing, right? So heal radically by any means, right? So I kind of, I've never heard this phrase necessarily anywhere, but I kind of adopted the principle of healing radically when I understood that healing is activism. Healing yourself, being the absolute best motherfucking version of yourself, that in itself is a walking protest. Like it really truly is. Walking in your absolute purpose because you have healed, because you are healing, Man, that is, niggas can't fuck with you. And when niggas can't fuck with you, and I say niggas like the system, I say niggas as far as people, I say niggas as far as these dusty ass niggas, like niggas can't fuck with you at that point. Like, especially, man, I'm a black woman, so all the shit that I'm saying, 100% of the shit that I'm saying is from a black woman's perspective. But from my perspective as a black woman, truly healing ourselves ooh y'all that heals our kids that heals our mamas that heals our grandmamas that heals they mamas 
like the wombs and our bloodline, once we are healed, are healed and our infinite power and our divine wisdom is unlocked at that point in the most beautiful way because we are just so soulful and we are just so motherfucking powerful. So healing yourself and understanding that healing yourself is a radical act that nobody can take from you, that no one can discredit, like, dog, that is so, so important. So y'all, um, the last thing that I just wanted to leave y'all with where it comes to radical healing is nigga heal radically period like take your healing journey and say dog this journey is not only for me I am healing for the sake of my people I am healing because I know that generations to come and generations before me will will love will thank me they need this. Healing is necessary. Healing by any means necessary. It's our birthright. Like we were put on this planet to heal, right? We truly, truly are. We're put here to be our healthiest selves physically, spiritually, and mentally. We aren't put here to be phased by these weird ass motherfucking expectations. We are not put here to be phased by these weird ass psychological manipulation that is our government. Like we weren't put here for that. Nigga, we were put here to heal. We were put here to use the the wisdom and the traumas of our ancestors to progress. And whew, that is just so important. So to sum this topic up, y'all, using these ancient healing modalities and getting back to the root of what it even means to heal and getting back to the root of those three components of your life is just, it's just so is real like it's real as fuck like that's the most real gangster shit that you could do i don't give a fuck healing is the most gangster shit you could ever do period like my nigga you want to be an og like you want to be this source of wisdom for younger generations my nigga you better heal like you better heal and I say that because I come from a place of such brokenness. Like I have come from a place of such brokenness. I know what it feels like to be on the other side of healing where healing wasn't even a thought. The only thoughts that I had was my anxiety. The only thoughts that I had were my insecurities. The only thoughts that I have that I had was being suicidal because I didn't feel good enough for this planet. You know, my only thoughts were the anxieties of not having the parents that I aspired and dreamed to have you know but I wasn't thinking about healing but once I decided to say like hey I can feel better and I can implement the ways of my ancestors to feel better I don't know it's just like doors just keep unlocking like literally doors unlocking lessons here lessons there motherfucking chances to to put good shit in my body over here you know like becoming vegan over here meeting dope ass vegan people on the internet like um seeing the people around me like adapt certain ideas like my nigga my brother-in-law right he used to argue me down about plants. He used to argue me. He was like, nah, nigga, like I'm a real man. Mm, meat and potatoes. I'm always eat meat. I can't stop eating meat looking ass. But this nigga's a whole ass vegetarian eating jackfruit tacos and shit. My nigga, like my sister is over there 
cooking him vegan vegetarian feasts and he is eating that shit and like just knowing that I could have these conversations and maybe spark something like that has been so transformative so heal radically period like because when you heal everybody else heal around you everybody else cool around you you know and that just leads to the cultivation of this life where everything around you moves in harmony so you ain't even worried about things that's going on the outside but I'm going to stop talking. That is the end of the topic of the week. Radical healing. I hope to see you here next time. <laughs> All right. So now on to OG says, because I got something to say, period. All right. Welcome to this episode of OG says, where I talk about something and spew my opinion on shit that probably doesn't matter but I just feel like talking about but all right so today on this episode of OG says I want to talk about this St. John interview so um it's kind of been going viral I don't know if it's just been popping up on my personal feeds on social media lately or since it happened but basically and just a disclaimer, I have not watched this full interview, so I don't know the full context of this. So we just gonna say that, y'all, because niggas actually be talking about their opinions about stuff and as if they watch stuff. So I just want to make it be known that I did not listen to or watch this full interview. I just saw the clip that's been circulating. <coughs> um, And it's been getting like all types of comments. But basically, St. John is an artist. He is like an alternative hip-hop, R&B, soul, funk, alternative, you know, situation. Like, he's, like, very vibey. His his music is pretty vibey, and it is, quote-unquote, conscious music, you know. That is definitely a blanket term. Definitely a blanket term. Maybe I'll have a whole episode on that. I, I definitely should. <laughs> I love how I give myself ideas through these episodes. <laughs> I'm so clever. Nah, but <laughs> basically, this nigga St. John, who is a musician, he was in an interview and he basically said that a brilliant, well, the quote of, or basically the caption of the video is, quote unquote, a brilliant bitch, a brilliant bitch is rare. And this nigga St. John, and maybe I'll insert the clip somewhere, but anyways, this dude St. John goes on to say that a girl with a beautiful mind, a beautiful spirit, who's well-intentioned and who has progressive thoughts is rare. And he talks about how he thought it was cool to have a bad bitch, but basically you can get surgery and all that stuff, fix your whatever, whatever, if you want to. But being brilliant is something hard to come by. So a little critique, first of all, having surgery or having any type of body modification does not equate with being a quote unquote bad bitch. Like, yeah, there's this whole you know, BBL craze. Let me tell you, I love watching BBL videos. I have thought about getting a BBL. I mean, I will say I'm very anti-medicine and very fucking natural. So if I cannot sculpt my body to the way that I want to sculpt it by a certain period of time, I may or may not talk about that lately. 
or I may not, I may talk about that later. Sorry. Um, but if that happens, right, if that does not happen and I cannot reach my quote unquote body goals naturally, which I really think I can, but if I cannot, then, um, I would consider having surgery of some sort, like whether it be 360 lipo motherfucking BBL, some shit, but I don't know. Like I told y'all last week, I do like my ass. So I don't know about that. But anyways, having surgery having body modifications does not equate to being a bad bitch like dog it's plenty of honestly I think I'm a bad bitch I think I am a brilliant bad bitch period like but the way he describes it is very like anti-surgery anti-body modifications it's giving motherfucking oh yeah I hate when girls wear makeup It's, it's giving very much that but his sentiments like I I definitely understand but I kind of wanted to flip it and talk about how dog where the brilliant niggas at like I know y'all are fucking out there I know all y'all niggas ain't these famous musicians even though a lot of y'all are like where the brilliant niggas at and I will say right my most recent ex my most meaningful relationship of life um that dude was a brilliant nigga right he literally set the bar so fucking high right and I guess I didn't even necessarily I was not actually um a quote-unquote sapiosexual even though I know that word is like used so so much but I was not that at all you know before um being with him I was very much attracted to athletes who were dumber than me who I could teach some shit to like that sounds horrible oh my god I'm gonna be editing this like cringing literally because that shit sounds so bad but like honestly like I used to love niggas that can't talk that can't speak who would be like oh my god bitch you are so motherfucking smart like literally like that used to turn me on but like after being with my most recent ex I realized that because my brain is constantly stimulated and I love stimulating my brain with just facts and I love learning about things and I love I told y'all I'm, I compulsively research things I like nigga I love to know things period um so being that I am that type of person and I'm also very opinionated um I need a brilliant nigga to be opinionated with me so we can talk we can bounce ideas like nigga we can organize the revolution together like on some shit you know it is very played out for oh no right sorry so it is very played out for men to just be attractive and granted like it'd be attractive when men are attractive like especially black men but anyways it'd be it'd be attractive like when humans are attractive but like I just I cannot foresee myself being with some person I won't separate this by gender I won't I will not exclude gender in this one let's just say that but when I end up with a person or if I end up with a person and even if I'm like quote unquote talking to a person if you do not stimulate me mentally like it is very fucking hard for me to get past that like my nigga I could have Wiz Khalifa right or a nigga that is on the amount of sexiness as Wiz Khalifa and I could just be so attracted to him like his dick could be big he could just be fine as fuck but if this nigga's an airhead like an actual airhead like if this nigga said some shit like Christopher Columbus discovered America to me or if this nigga says just I don't know like 
I, oh, it is such a turn off when dudes just like are confused. Like, and I won't even see, say dudes, but I will say like, it's just such a turn off when humans just don't use their brain and don't seek to acquire at least the same amount of knowledge that I try to acquire for myself. Now, I understand that there's levels. I understand that opposites attract. I, I don't understand that, actually. There's We're going to talk about that later. But I, I, definitely, I definitely understand that there's a time and a place to exude intelligence. And I won't say exude, but there's a time and a place to discuss intelligence and intellectual matters, right? However, that time and place for me never really stops. Like my personal brain is constantly thinking about facts and it's constantly qualifying information and it's constantly thinking about some shit I read three weeks ago. Um, so that being said, like I cannot imagine me having a partner who don't know some shit. Like I need somebody to teach me some shit. Goddamn. Cause I think I'm motherfucking brilliant. So if I'm bringing all this brilliance to the table, the person who's sitting at this table with me, like needs to be just as brilliant. So I understand what St. John was saying. I get it. I do understand the sentiments of that because don't nobody want to be with no air airheads. Um, people want to be with people that they can have a conversation with that they can that they feel is intellectually sound, that they feel can keep up in a room full of whoever the fuck, you know, they, people want to feel that you are healthy. This goes back to our topic of the day. People want healthy people. That's it. Like health. Okay. I, I'll rephrase that. Right. Healthy people want healthy people. Right. And I'll repeat that. Healthy people want healthy people. So there's, I cannot foresee a person who has done the work, right? Who has worked on themselves, who is on their healing journey, you know, because it's not, it's a never ending journey, y'all. It don't stop. You don't get to no destination, period, until you die, like, in my opinion. But anyways, um, yeah, this person is on their healing journey. This person, you know, takes care of themselves mentally, physically, and spiritually. This person understands you know, the world in a broader way than just governments and capitalism and boundaries. Like my nigga, they're socially aware. Like there's no way that that person is about to meet up with somebody who's like, duh, what time the game come on? Uh, oh yeah. I heard of Maya Angelou one time. That's that black lady that that's Seely, right? Like dog, honestly, like, Oh, it's 333, Ashe. See, and we're talking about literally integrating your mind, body, and spirit. That's how I know my spirit is aligned with these deads. Because how? It's 333. And we are literally talking about alignment. But anyways, so, <clears throat> or harmony rather. So anyways, yeah, there's no way a person that is healed, that is doing the work, that has done the work, that is in this space is going to be able to be with somebody who's not at that level. You know, and the Bible talks about this child. And I know the Christians that's listening are probably going to enjoy when I make Bible references. But the Bible talks about partnership being equally yoked. And I don't necessarily think that that means equally yoked in status or where it comes to 
social presence, but more so equally lo- equally yoked mentally. Like, my nigga, I swear, like, huh, somebody could conspiracy theory me out of my draws, period. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, the thought of a brilliant nigga? Oh my gosh, the thought just pussy wet off top. God damn. A nigga that's gonna talk about conspiracies, that's gonna, like, care about black people and being black who's gonna be black period goddamn a nigga that don't code switch a nigga that fucking don't eat meat where the fuck oh my god and i'm sorry to yell it in y'all's ears goddamn i got a little motherfucking passionate but a nigga that cares about himself and the way his fucking semen tastes not that he's sampled it even though that's another episode guys okay so if you are a male who is listening to this have you ever like came in your mouth accidentally? Cause in my mind, right? And I've asked this to every male that I've been close to thus far, or that I am close to in this period of time in life, right? So ha- like, how does that work? Like, cause niggas be jacking off. Like I know that niggas be like, niggas be fronting acting like they getting pussy, but like y'all, y'all gotta let that shit off. And if you think about the amount of times that you have, nutted in your life like as a male ejaculated from a penis in your life and if you're not a male if you have a penis and you have jacked it off to the point that you have came how is it in your entire life it's never shot you in the face how the fuck is it why is it that like nigga are you embarrassed like dm me if you're not embarrassed to share your story i will keep you anonymous i will never tell nobody matter of fact but like let me know how is it freaking possible for you to have gone your entire life beating your dick and it has never once shot you in the face in the corner of your mouth you never licked it off like nigga how come y'all don't know what cum tastes like anyways maybe that's just me I feel like if I was a penis having individual at some point in my life I would be at least curious to know how it tastes like I feel like one time maybe my hand might have slipped positions as I was coming and it shot me in the fucking eyeball or something like I don't know like how I don't even know how I went off on this tangent friends oh my god but (laughs) y'all I promise a brilliant person somebody who is going to mentally stimulate me is honestly the sexiest shit ever somebody that's gonna like shut me up but because okay I'm very opinionated right I feel like I I can be very alpha in that I feel I'm very alpha in my views and in my opinions on things, right? Um, but when a man can bring his views and opinions and it like shuts me up and it makes me be like, God damn, like nigga, you right. Cause I don't be looking at people like, oh, you right a lot at all. So like, oh, just the thought of that just mm, it yeah, that that's how you do it. So any any potential suitors or suitresses, is that like what it's called? Probably not, but I'm here. What's up? If we trying to read books together, like my nigga, if can we talk about Malcolm X and Mar- Malcolm? <laughs> can we talk about Malcolm X and Marcus Garvey? Like, can we please just like watch documentaries and chill and eat snacks, jicama snacks, and drink tea and smoke weed and just learn? <laughs> 
I'm so dead. Why is that like my motherfucking passion? Or why is that my motherfucking type? Like, anywho, I, I, I will close this segment by saying I understand St. John's sentiments. A brilliant person is very rare. However, they do exist. So I, I think that it is very important to just show up as your own brilliant person exude brilliance in everything you do and you'll attract friends and mates and peers of that same vibration because niggas who ain't like that are really just not gonna fuck with you especially like if they when they find that out that you are just this brilliant person who ain't taking shit who's healthy and emotionally aware man period all right, all right, I'm done. Which brings us to our last mother freaking segment. Period. All right, friends. So the last segment of Organic with OJ Adriana includes an energetic reading for the rest of this week, right? So last week, I believe it was I Am Healthy. And it was just an affirmation that I pulled from the I Am Everything affirmation card deck created by Tarisha Clark. Um, and the Instagram that you can find them on is I Am And Co. And I think it is very, very important, you know, to support black spiritual people, people who are really, really here for our medicines and people who are truly here for this holistic wellness y'all that we talked about so uh last week this segment was kind of awkward in my opinion because I did my praying in my head and my breathing and my tuning while I was um in while I was recording um but I did go ahead and attune spiritually and I prayed over these cards and I prayed for clear and concise messages um so y'all don't gotta hear me doing that shit because <laughs> niggas that like are not super spiritual and have not delved into the word world of just affirmation and especially not cards right we're probably like what the fuck this woo woo ass bitch (laughs) but (laughs) that being said i'm about to pull a card from this deck to give us maybe like an energetic forecast something that we should be mindful of in this week to come so i am pulling it oh period all right so this is a good one right so it is number 16 card number 16 again there are 30 cards in this specific deck um one plus six um equals seven so i am going to say let's go ahead and lean into that vibration of the number seven which is a perfect ass number let's allow good luck and many many blessings to manifest in our life at this time may many of the things that we are planning come to fruition or at least our path be cleared in order for us to do that but god damn y'all i can't even talk i'm so excited this card of this week and the affirmation that i will say of this week is i am worthy i am enough and i am worthy of receiving everything i desire i do not need to prove myself to those who would seek to dis to diminish me i am worthy all right friends i gotta read that one more time just for myself just for the og because y'all that is such a word that is period it is such a word but i am worthy 
I am enough and I am worthy of receiving everything I desire. I do not need to prove myself to those who would seek to to diminish me. I am worthy. And when I tell y'all, this is something that I actually prayed about and just understanding that you are so, so supreme like you period the tools that you were given by god you know period are so supreme and they are so unique and they are so needed and so necessary um i one of my friends just you may or may not be listening to this but she the way that girl reminds me and honestly all my friends but dog the way she just reminds me of my worth the way this bitch like affirms me and granted i haven't seen jessica in years like i have not seen her physically in years really the people it's so weird but i have not seen her in so so long right so for someone to just affirm that in your mind and for it to for your worth to resonate with other people that should be enough you know honestly knowing your worth period should be enough you know, understanding that you are a power, be- powerful being, understanding that your motherfucking thoughts and your opinions are valid first and foremost, but that they're also worthy of praise. You are worthy of getting whatever you want. You know, a lot of times in religion, right? And I'm so sorry. This is not, again, to bash religion, but bash Christianity, but I can only speak from a Christian perspective, but I know in the church, right, in that religious setting, a lot of the time we say, oh, God, you are worthy, which I mean, God is worthy, right? Like if we think about God create this supreme being creating this motherfucking planet, like that nigga, he, she, they, like whatever the fuck that nigga is worthy, right? However, we don't take enough time to praise ourselves. We are worthy, like our worth transcends and we are worthy of whatever the fuck is owed to us. Our destiny is worth, we are worthy to stand in our destiny and period. So I'm gonna read this card one more time, y'all, before I let you go, because like, honestly, like I'm smiling so hard. I've had such a great day. I've had such a fun time recording this podcast and I don't see myself stopping this anytime soon. I am just hoping and praying and manifesting beautiful, beautiful things to come out of this podcast. Y'all thank you so much for journeying with me, but nigga, I'm about to read this shit again. So number 16 card, I am worthy. I am enough and I am worthy of receiving everything I desire. I do not need to prove myself to those who would seek to diminish me. I am worthy. Ooh, and there's just like another point. I don't think I talked about this, but the part that says I do not need to prove myself to those who would seek to diminish me. Like fuck these weird ass people. It's a whole lot of weird people out here. It's a whole bunch of weird ass niggas going to school and going to training and doing all this extra shit, portraying an image because they saw somebody else do it because they saw you do it. Right? Like, and those niggas are weird. So stay away from, or so stay away from the mindset that you need to prove yourself to anybody first and foremost, but especially those weird ass niggas who try their hardest to diminish your worth and invalidate things that you do. 
And if you that person, if you're the person that be trying to diminish your own motherfucking worth, nigga, you need to look at your shadow side and you need to square up with that bitch one time because like, honestly, it is not healthy. It is not, it is violent actually to let someone else's perception of you tear you down, my nigga, to let your own perception tear you down. That is very unhealthy. So, that brings us to the end of this episode y'all i could talk about health and wellness honestly forever because i have lived it i have lived every single side of it my nigga i used to self-harm my nigga i used to be a fucking walking cry for help honestly and it wasn't until i dug into myself and realized my own motherfucking worth that i was able to come out of this shit alive because i should have been dead i should not be on this planet right now but i'm on this planet because my work here is not motherfucking done because i am worthy goddamn so <laughs> thank you so much for listening if you are listening um i said this earlier if you're not listening we don't give a fuck about you goddamn catch you next week little nigga but no thank you so much for listening to organic with og adriana i am adriana and until next time goodbye niggas and friends of niggas because obviously if if you ain't black you ain't a nigga but bye period